According to the bio he wrote, Gabriel Rutledge is one of North America's finest touring stand-up comics. He has appeared on Comedy Central and is a past winner of the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Christy Rutledge is one of North America's finest stay-at-home moms. They have three kids, they're married, they swear a lot, they're the Rutledges. Okay, I think we're we're rolling. What's rolling? Oh, again. Mm-hmm. Every week. Uh yeah. Um That's just the cat. He's coming in to check on us. I thought that was a kid. It was just our cat who weighs the size of a kid. I think <laughs> he's gonna go up to his new spot on top of the refrigerator. On top of some... It's on top of the cupboard. But I mean, he's... Above the refrigerator. He's 13. He's never in his life gone up there. He has. But not since he was a kitten. I think he just figured out a spot he knows Buddy can't get to. Yeah. and Well, and I think he's just like... Ugh, finally some peace and quiet. Is he up there? He's getting there. That was the cat there we go. knocking some stuff down. It's graceful. Like someone launched a seal from a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the first day is he, like, this This has been like a, what, like five or six days in the making. He's been walking around the counters in our kitchen. Like, we are not organized. We have a lot of shit on our counters. And... He's like knocking shit over, stuff's falling down, mm-hmm. and then he finally found where he could go. But in the process, like knocking stuff off the refrigerator, and we had to like move a bunch of stuff. And yeah, he'd just be like, "Oh, there's Dawn behind the kitchen TV." Like he's just everywhere he, he could go. Unplugged it too. I was so annoyed. It's almost like, is he okay? Well, maybe he just wants more alone time. He's sick of everyone being home. I'm not sure. I know Buddy is. Buddy like goes and hides under the bed right away every every day. Um. So, you know, there's a. I don't know if you guys have uh, been watching the news. It's a bit of a falafel. I don't know if that's a word. Uh, there's you mean kerfluffle. Yeah, kerfluffle. What's a fluffle? What if they use the they use the word kerfluffle in serious? Like it was Wolf Blitzer. This is Wolf Blitzer in the Situation Room. The <laughs> kerfluffle in the what? Minnesota <laughs> continues. <laughs> you say well, it. I can't say kerfluffle. 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 Legal. 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 Kerfluffle. Like, I like. Um. I always wish that like. Uh, when there was like a fumble in football, they said, "Oh, he made a faux pas." <laughs> I think that would be so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of kerfluffles. <clears throat> it's actually I was in uh, I was in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, my return to live stand up comedy, and uh, I mean that felt weird enough <laughs> to like nervously fly out there and. Just the low-grade paranoia of germs the entire time. That felt weird enough. But then I'm sitting in the airport. Actually, by Saturday, there was like... I think they started Friday. So like by Saturday, demonstrations and shit's on fire. And it's just chaos. And I'm still... I'm just... I'm just going on stage like, Hey, everybody! How's it going? It was just like... It felt so bizarre. Yeah. I know that's my job. But it's still, it's just like, what am I doing? Well, even I said, do you think we should actually record? Sorry, record? Like, I listened to the Office Lady podcast, and they did not have a new episode today. Instead, they encouraged us to listen to some of their favorite podcasts well, how about having women. How about having Stanley on? Yeah, I'll get on that. <laughs> how about some of the guys from the warehouse could... Craig Robinson, 
Yeah. Um, they could talk about Patrice O'Neill. <laughs> um, well, they film, I mean, they tape them like, you know, a month in advance. So, Oh, that's why. A month ago, they didn't because, know. No, if they would have taped it in advance, I would have said no, too, because who knows what you say that's construed as inappropriate. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, but I, it, look, I, I tend to um, not comment a lot. I have a lot of, dis- I, I, I'm willing to have a lot of discussions in person about any issue, but I tend to like not wade into these things online mm-hmm. because one, I just wasn't raised to think my opinions are important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, you know, what everything is God's plan. We're just little humans. We don't, yeah. you know, I'm not even mad about that. I'm, I'd rather be raised with that than thinking my opinions were more important mm-hmm. than everyone else. But <laughs> Uh, but then, you know, as time goes on, it's like, I would see posts like, your silence is complicit. I know. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I am. I guess it, it, maybe it shows my privilege to like, sort of have private opinions, but stay out of the, you know, but it just, I would see people post and I'm like, is that more about the cause or is that more about making you feel better? And I had all these conflicted things, but, but till finally one day. They were like, tomorrow everyone post a black square <laughs> and uh, just to be like, show your support for Black Lives Matter or whatever. And I, I was like, you know what? This is literally the least I can do. Just in case any of my followers think I'm somehow not down with the cause. And then I so I post the black square and all that day, it wasn't to me personally, but it was just like, fuck all you people who put a black square and think you're an activist. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I know this isn't about me, but I'm just saying it's just like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, oh, you haven't said anything. And then you say one thing. You think that's enough? Well, no, I just, what? I just, <laughs> come on. Uh. I, um, I did the same. I didn't post anything. I didn't make a black square or anything because I just, I don't know. It just, I feel like one of those situations where I, I don't know. It just feels weird. Like, and I don't feel like I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I feel like I'm going to get made fun of. I Sure. And and so I just am like Yeah, like there was a there was a peaceful protest yesterday afternoon in our city. Had I realized that it was a peaceful protest, it, it, a planned one, I probably would have like taken the kids. I think that like I watched it on, but I didn't realize it. Well, you don't, there's no guarantee it's going to be Well, right. No, but it was like a, a silent vigil, like for, for George Floyd's life. I almost just (laughs) said for George's life, like he and I were friends, (laughs) God, but, um, but I just didn't realize it. Like, that's the thing is that, I just am not very aware of things like, yeah, I don't know. So I, I, I struggle to figure out how to be supportive. Um, sure. And I don't feel like Facebook and Instagram is gonna really, I don't know what that does for support, I guess. And so I just, I just, didn't post anything. In fact, right. I'm so sporadic about going on and I mean, I just you know, this is this is my biggest struggle recently is after the first of the year, I think. There was some point in time that I unfollowed everyone with the plans. This is on Facebook with the plan of only following people that I actually want to see their updates because Mm -hmm. I mean, there are people, there are people that I am friends with that I don't actually even know who they are. (laughs) Like, um, and 
So if you've ever done something like that, it like alphabetizes it by the first name. Well, you have to like go through and pick who you're going to follow again. And by the time I hit the letter C, I lost focus. So now I just don't see a lot on Facebook. And so then when I go on, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. That's Well, I have had that too because I, I unfollow it. A ton of people because I'm, I felt like I was going on too much. So I'm like, well, if there's nothing to see, I'm going to go on. And now I have these moments where I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's a whole separate part of Facebook that I'm not seeing. Which was the I... whole idea of doing it to begin with. It's just like shit I don't need to know about or or like just those conversations between me and you even. Well, did you see this post? Look at this asshole. I'm like, I don't need this. Right. I don't and need it, this and as it part has... of my life. You know? I will say it has really simplified my life in that aspect. It also means that people will be like, well, I post about it on Facebook and I do a lot of nodding and smiling because I don't want to say I unfollowed you. Well, for everyone to assume you saw every post people on Facebook is a little know. ridiculous. People but... do. Oh, so. I know. I meet people all the time who are like, hi, I know we know each other from Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we don't because <laughs> I unfollowed you the second you friended me. You know, because it's not like, you know, as a comedian, I'm just meeting people who are right. finding, you know, right. it's just like, hey, you, you. <clears throat> but, uh. Yeah. So I feel like, um, I feel like we, um, I, I didn't put anything on Facebook because I just felt like. I'm not even on there enough to do it. And I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It, it's, it's, you know, I kind of made the decision years ago. I'm only going to post lighthearted things on social media for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. But then when there's things like this that come up, you're like, do, I mean, it's too much narcissism, but it's like, do people think I'm not saying anything because I'm right. Uh, secretly, an all lives matter person. <laughs> well, Do you know what I mean? Well, here's what I've decided is if people think that, then they, about me, they don't know me and they're not worth my time anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, you're in a different position because you are, are you saying I'm a role model. No, not at oh, all. Good. Um, <clears throat> not at all. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> But you are a comedian, and so, like, you want people to come to your shows and stuff, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and I don't, I don't I'm not hiding from any of my opinions. I, you know what I mean? But it's just like, I don't necessarily, I don't want to argue online. I don't, no. you know what I mean? I don't see a lot of good coming from that. So, uh, but again, I'm not going to pretend I'm something I'm not in a conversation or online, but it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, but it it is a weird, <clears throat> it's a weird, I when I was sitting in the airport, traveling in a pandemic, watching the news, the fucking countries on fire. And it was just, it's one of those like, uh, playing music on the deck of the Titanic moments mm-hmm. with comedy where you're like, yeah. and the thing that's interesting is like by Saturday um, at the shows, which were totally bizarre because it's like people are getting their temperature taken to get into the building. Everyone's mm-hmm. sitting there. It's just the craziest thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, even just the seating of everyone's like probably eight feet apart, different tables where mm-hmm. you're like, this the sound of the room. was like, why would they set up the room like this? I'm like, yeah. oh, because they're, you know. <laughs> um, but it was like, by Saturday, by the second show Saturday, I was not mentioning coronavirus. Because in, in, in the first show is not a ton, but I'm, you know, just acknowledging the moment, talking about, and it's like, people did not want to hear it. People did not want to hear me talk about coronavirus. I get that. Oh, I do too. In the same way that mm-hmm. when we're watching TV, we're like, that's, that's too heavy for right now. That's yeah. not, you know what I mean? So, uh... It it's interesting to um, just to have that feeling of like, um, but some some entertainers definitely take it as their responsibility to like, um, 
you know, whatever their a cause is or their opinion is to, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe if I was actually famous, I'd feel more of an obligation to do that. Yeah. But it is, it's, um, it's weird to like, you know, um, I mean, I guess you could say the fact that you and I get to stay out of it, the, the fact that you and I are like, we're not big news watchers. We don't stay up to date. You could definitely say that was white privilege. It is, yeah. But, uh, I know a lot of people who aren't white who do the same fucking thing. So what's that called? I don't know. Do you know what I, you know what I mean? It's, it's, so, um, it is, it's, yeah, it's an interesting, I've been trying to talk to the kids about it. I don't, you know, and I do think. Well, now they're all scared. Well, two of them. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. Things should happen that scare oh, you. Oh, I know. I know. They're just, the world's, you know, they're just. I know. When we make anxious children, for sure. So it is, it is, uh, it is, uh. I think that's where I, um. We don't have, like, a solid belief system in terms of, like, religion and sometimes I think I just try to be like really open and honest with my kids yeah that's a really terrible way to do it so you know they will ask me like what what happens when you die and I'm always like I don't know I've never been dead and yeah and I think it would be much more comforting if I said, you go to mm-hmm. heaven and there's, you know, road streets paved in gold and it's beautiful and wonderful. And I don't, I, and I, I always tell them like, you know, some people believe this, some people believe that, like I try to give them all the information and I think it's just created a lot of well, open-ended things for them to worry about. Two things about that. One, the fact that we are very honest with our children. Yeah. We say, I don't know all the time. We say, some people think this, some people think that. Again, with, we're not hiding our opinion from them either, but it is a way harder way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. I think so. <clears throat> But having been a child whose parents told me those black and white answers, Mm -hmm. I was not comforted by that as a child. How come? Because you still don't believe it. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, if you tell an eight-year-old kid, don't worry, if you die, you get to go to heaven, that's not enough to make them not be scared to die. Oh, yeah. Right. No, I understand that. I understand that. And honestly, if I would have had the discussion with my parents during this time... Like, let's say what's happening right now mm-hmm. was happening when I was 13 or something. Mm-hmm. The discussion might have been, well, things are going to get worse and worse until there's an antichrist and then Jesus will come back. And trust me, that's not comforting. Do you know what they, I mean? You, they you guys would have talked about that? Quite possibly, yeah. Oh. I mean, that's... They're, they go to an evangelical church and they, you know, that's the thing. It's like things are going to get really bad until then Jesus will come back. And it's a, it's a, huh. you know. I'm, I mean, I was raised Catholic. Oh, so you lucky. Know, and so. Just drunk in church. We were not drunk in church. I know. So loosely Catholic. I mean. Yeah. We were priesters, Christmas and Easter. Um, we did actually go to church regularly. Up until one of my sisters was like maybe eleven ish, but I mean I was only six at that time. Um, I was maybe a little older because I remember going in second grade to Sunday school. Um, we stopped going because the Sunday school teacher of my sister's class um, freaked out and called them a bunch of fucking little bastards, <laughs> and was still there the next mm-hmm. week. I mean, given what we know about the Catholic Church, I mean, way so, worse could have so, happened. So, yeah, in court somewhere, so they swore at you. <laughs> Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. Let me <laughs> introduce you to these 4,000 people. Yeah, exactly. But, um, <clears throat> so I don't have a lot of 
knowledge about like I mean we didn't talk about that part yeah of but, it. but what you're talking about a belief system <laughs> to make to make answers easier mm-hmm. in the same way that like we just had this discussion about coronavirus stuff where there's so many you know when I talked about going back to work I thought that everyone would be like you can go back to work now and I would go I didn't think it would be like do you want to go Threat's not over, but you can go if you want to go. I'm like, wait, you know, right? Like, right. I I want the governor of Washington to tell me everything. Gabriel Rutledge, you need to go back. Yeah, to you know what I mean. It's turned me into a two year old. <laughs> so it's it, it, in that way when there when the Bible uh, or what you know whatever your religion is, if there is a certain guidelines and things, yes, that does make oh this dis- sort of there's still interpretation, yeah. but it is it's not. You know, most of, again, people have different experiences. Yeah. And I would definitely, I was not raised with all fear. It was a very loving household. Mm -hmm. But most of the conversations about big things, what happens when you die, Mm -hmm. uh, why does bad stuff happen, Mm -hmm. you know, um, left me feeling guilt for having fear. If I truly believed, mm-hmm. then why would I care about anything? Why would I care about death? Why would I ever be afraid? Because I... Sh- I... Oh, that's a lot of pressure. Well, you're goddamn right it is. <laughs> but, and I'm not just like dumping that on my parents, but it's just like a side effect of a belief system where it's like... Uh-huh. Or, there is The overall message of evangelical church is this life doesn't matter. This is going to be shit. But when it's all over, do you know what I mean? It's well. What if it? What if it's not? What do you mean? I mean, they try to make it better. They do good things. They help poor people. They, you know, I don't mean that they they write off. But it's just like, you know, I mean, I would. If you do this right, if you do this life right, then you will be rewarded. In heaven? Is that? Yeah, and it's not even about Uh having to do it right. It's just about giving your life to God and being a Christian. Uh It's not like a daily score sheet. Oh, I understand. But but it's like, yeah, that's what, um, you know, just growing up, hearing pastors and, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. we know our rewards are in heaven and we know... Okay. You know, so it's, it's, it's like, and you know, and, and when I would overhear people talk, like, not necessarily like Sunday school or youth group stuff, but mm-hmm. like men and women, uh-huh. you know, hanging out, it would be like, well, you know, we know this is going to fail and we know, which is kind of, of course, we know everything's going to fail, but it's right? like, but it's like the, the overall talk was like, this is probably in our kid's lifetime that. Jesus is going to come back. And so, you know, I'm fucking eight. And I'm like, holy Moses. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. You know, it scared the crap out of me. And then I'm like, why am I scared? Because if I really believed, I get to go to heaven. But didn't that make you a little scared if Jesus <laughs> came back? Like, yeah, because it's like saying you believe in aliens, but if you saw an alien, you'd be like, I was right? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You, you know, I... I, I, I would I, just be like, holy shit, you're Jesus Christ. <laughs> Actually, no, I just... <laughs> oh, fuck me. There you are. <laughs> Excuse my language. Oh, I never cared about that. I knew you were cool. Uh, right on, JC. So I'm not. I'm not saying all these things to shit on religion. I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's these are the reasons I am a uh, agnostic for sure. I just it just don't. didn't connect in my brain the way it does for some people, mm-hmm. and um, it. But the result of not knowing the result of whatever, being an agnostic, being an atheist, being a Christian who doesn't have that same belief system even, 
is you have to be scared a lot. Yeah. Uncertain. You know? I think that's, I mean, I guess that's just life. Like, we don't know. Like, I'm, you know, willing to admit that I'm not in control over so many things that happen. Like, and I think it's a harsh reality. And I think, um, for kids, I think it's super harsh. Like, you just assume your parents can fix everything. They can take care of everything. And we've yeah. never been willing to say we could. So, yeah. it's like, we are just as lost as you guys are. And so, I think, God, they're all so anxious. And they want to process time, so much. One time Johnny asked me, like, what is something when you were a kid, you didn't realize about being an adult or something. It was some school thing. And mm -hmm. I think I said, I thought that I would feel like an adult. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I thought, I thought there'd be some grand moment where you just go right? like, no, I guess, I mean, I feel like an adult. I have responsibilities. I don't do childish things all the time, but you know what I mean? There's no grand moment where you're just like, no, I am wise and I get it. And you know, it's just a fucking scramble till you're dead. That's what life is. Right. So it's, it, yeah, it is hard to be, um, it's hard to, but I would say the positive side of, um, at least not, believing everything's going to be shit is like with this with the protests and stuff and obviously a lot of terrible things are ha a terrible thing happened to make the protests even happen you know right. what i mean like not only the that 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 the recent guy who who uh who, who was murdered but like how you know pretty much ever since we got camera phones right it's really been so Oh, I mean, let's go back to Rodney King. Sure. I mean. But, I mean, imagine, just as a side note, imagine, I don't know, 1958. Oh, Jesus. Um, I mean. Can you even imagine? Do you no. know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. just, anyway. I, look, don't get me wrong. I think life is sort of set up to be hard and there are, th things fail all the time and, you know. But at the same time, I feel like there is some hope in this for me. Mm -hmm. When I see, I don't want property destroyed. I don't want, and look, the police, these think this started because of police brutality. And if you've been watching the news, the amount of police brutality you're seeing, they know we're watching. Right. And it's just. It's Staggering. just video after video running over people with cars and horses and tasing children. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? But I also, I also know that like incredibly difficult job. Right. You know, but what gives me hope is I feel like it's a breaking point. I feel like it's a breaking point because I, 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 one, I've never heard any police ever say anything bad about other police. Mm -hmm. And they are. Mm -hmm. People are saying things now. Right. Maybe not enough. Maybe not. But like that has never happened before. I watched a lot of Fox News yesterday. Mm -hmm. Look, I they think the president's doing a great job. I'm not even going to get into that. But every commentator I saw on Fox News was like, oh, yeah, that police officer murdered him and he should be prosecuted. And that's that, That's new. That's fucking new. <laughs> yeah. To say anything against a police officer was to hate America. You know what right. I mean? So it's like, I do believe it's a breaking point, And I do. Yeah. It's not going to be great starting next month. But it's like, I do believe it's a breaking point in, in the way that. A lot of conservative people, kind of, kind of like gay rights, in a way different way. But like, you know, it, it gay marriage is, uh, it polls very well. It doesn't matter what it polls anymore; it's legal. But mm -hmm. it's like the majority of people are in favor of gay marriage. The majority of people are not liberal. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, so conservative people are like, yeah, 
even if even if it's a weird tolerance that's not like yes why wouldn't they they're also humans if it's like hey those fruits want to do whatever the fuck they want i don't (laughs) give a shit even if it's that level of tolerance it's like there was a all of a sudden it just wasn't it went from an abomination and it still is for some people but Mm -hmm. it's like it just was like okay it's a thing and i do feel like there's I think we're to the point where we just have to be like, oh, the police are not only way too violent, disproportionately so against African-Americans, specifically men, but also women. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's just has to be a fact that we say mm-hmm. you can't fight it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that breaking point is like, it's not going to make everything better. It's still hard to be a gay person. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's, I do feel like it's not all, and even the, even, you know, the destruction of you know, I'm not. That's literally why we need the police, so people mm-hmm. can't burn down buildings. Right. But it's but it's like, well, I think the point of all of this is lost and blah, 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 blah. All four of those guys got charged with murder in a week. Right. Do you think that would have fucking happened? Well, in, in one of them, it was, at first was it murder three, and now it's like murder two, which... Yeah. And, yeah, and I mean, it's, um, sometimes for change to happen it has to be really painful and yeah it sucks and it especially sucks because um you know we're not even supposed to be out of the house i know so we don't even know what that's gonna do but i also some of that pent up whatever oh i think there's such an underlying like right mania a little bit from everybody being home and then I think we're all pretty fragile right now. Like we're pretty quick to like, we're on edge. And so I am. it's just like the perfect storm of, yeah. Yeah. But you know, another reason I could never, <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't say, I won't say I can't. I don't like, to, I'm not a guy who chants things. I'm not a guy I'm who likes ch- organization. Like I don't, the, like, hey, hey. Ho ho! I just don't. <laughs> I, I don't. Don't, I don't do like that. It. I don't. And yeah. I just that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable too. And it's it's like you know it's. I have no problem holding a sign and clapping. I am really good at that. <laughs> we watched some live stream with the Olympia one, and it was just like, like oh, there's the sign that has nothing to do with anything. Uh. There's a guy playing drums. We have the whole cast here of the Olympia <laughs> protest. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just yeah, it just is. It's interesting. <laughs> but I also, like I said, I mean, when they act like it's a war, the cops are going to act like it's a war. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, but it's also like, I can't imagine want, wanting to do that job because. No. It's all cop is one of those jobs where it's almost like if you want to do it, you're disqualified. It should, it should, you should be drafted to be a police <laughs> officer. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I mean, like firefighter and um, paramedic and that kind of job is so different. Um, then, well, then, yeah, um, go ahead, police officer. Well, yeah, no, no one ever wrote a song called "Fuck the Firefighters." <laughs> <laughs> They're helpers, like police officers. But that's why I feel bad for cops in a weird way—not the bad ones, but like they don't get a calendar, they don't get it. They just get like <laughs> "fuck you, pig," like "oh my god." So it is. People are shooting at them. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but... but at the same time, it's like one of those jobs where it's like, it's like you don't sign up for the military unless you kind of want to kill someone. Right. And it's because why would you do it? That you're in the killing business. You know what I, I mean? No, I don't know. I think there's something to like the organization and the routine and the. Yes, exactly. Like, and maybe you don't really know what it would be like to do that. But I mean, they give you a gun. Here's how to shoot it. Here's target practice. Yeah. Here's mortars. Here's how to drop bombs out of a plane. Do you know what I mean? Like those, all of those things are designed for destruction and death. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and so it is one of those things with cops where it's like, I mean, everyone knows a guy from their high school who became a cop that you were like, oh no, 
Yeah. Oh no, that guy's a dick. Yeah, that guy's not mentally stable. That's yeah. the guy that kept driving past that girl's house all the time to see what she was up and to. And I also feel like there's, it depends, but a lot of times it's like people are like the guy who becomes a cop is the guy who beat everyone up in high school. I feel like sometimes it's the guy who got beat up. Oh yeah. Fight me oh, now, yeah. motherfucker. Fight right. me now. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's, uh, and again. They go into it with a chip on their shoulder sometimes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, it's one of those things where like, I'm not ever going to say we do not need the police because that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But it's like watching, watching the news this past week, you're just like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like curfews in 30 minutes. <laughs> throw one of those flash bombs fucking thing you know what i mean it's like what are we what is the point of this <clears throat> yeah it's um god did you see the one where there was looters coming and so the business owners called the cops and then the cops showed up and arrested the business owners because yes they were black they just showed up and handcuffed the people oh, who god. owned the business they didn't arrest them because they let them go. But it was like immediately they just handcuffed him. And everyone's like, that's not the right cut. That was the point we're making. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel a little bit like with like the police, I want to be like, okay, you guys, you have to come at this very humbled because you're already in trouble. Like the more... Like you're not coming into this argument on level playing fields. Yeah. You're you have to be be more humble and laid back than you're doing. <laughs> and I, but I think we can't identify because a lot of those guys come from military. Not all of them, but it's and they're also trained as military. And there's like that brotherhood and sisterhood of get home alive. And mm -hmm. but it's like you know, there's been comedians who have done terrible things uh raped people whatever i don't ever go i i have no problem saying other people in my field are garbage yeah do you know what i mean but i think there is a history of if you do that as a cop it, you're shunned or you're just not allowed to do yeah, that it's weird you're it's not weird allowed to say is, huh? and i i can't identify i mean you uh, well, it's how like, many cops quit? No one quits. They never quit. There's that. I, I saw like something going around, you know, during all of this was, was, you know, if a teacher gets arrested for ab abusing a child, other teachers don't support him. They're like, good. Let's hope he, he didn't hurt too many people. And right. I'm glad that he's out, you know, but, um, they don't have that same thing. No, but I feel like maybe it's starting a little bit. I've seen it a lot more now than I used to. And, and maybe it's also you need this person to protect you if you're out in the field. Like when you're teaching, your life is never going to be in yeah, danger. It's and true. so it's true. You have to make them feel al aligned with you. And so. Yeah. And a lot of their bad decisions come from not the guy kneeling on the guy's neck. Back to the look oh, on God. that guy's face. Ugh. I I watched it briefly, and it just it it's heartbreaking. I can't. I just can't fathom why somebody would do that, or how that man felt like he must have been terrified by and the way for a allegedly counterfeit $20 bill right what the fuck what? man the fuck I will give you your $20 that's like, like that other dude they choked to death because he was selling cigarettes illegally it's like what are we doing right it's it's awful it it's awful. so awful and and it's it just makes me so sad. Like, I just all of it. Like, it just it makes me so sad that that somebody like has to deal with that. Like, life. I know life is not 
like equal, you know, we're not all playing equally. Some of us, it is harder. And I see that and I think that's an unnatural amount of it being harder. Like, that's too much. That's an Olympic level of having it hard. And it's just so... Yeah. It just... It's not fair. It is not fair that another human gets to do that to somebody. Because it's also... That split decision, I mean, the trajectory of it is so enormous. They keep showing his his little girl. Yeah. Like that poor child. I, I mean, it's it, the whole thing. It just makes me so upset and so sad and so just angry that some fucking moron, like... <sighs> It's just a level of, like, narcissism that, like, they think that they are better than this person. and Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a weird, there's a counter-argument from, like, you know, the all lives matter people and all, you know, which is like, well, if... You know, just as many white people are unjustly killed by, I have, I have no idea the statistics. I'm just saying, they're like, oh, that, that's, you know, you only hear about it. There are a lot of white people are killed by, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. That's also not good dipshit. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, do you, first of all, I, you can tell because. If you ever talk to black people, the way they talk about their fear of the police is not the way white people talk about it. No. That doesn't come from nothing. Right. But it's also like, it's like, you know, okay, if the police unjustly kill a white guy, I also want them to be prosecuted. Right. Well, I think that's the thing. Like, um, I saw something briefly and it was like this, like some like challenge was it like privilege challenge or something like that I can't remember where you were supposed to like check a box if you've ever had been followed in the store for no reason like all of these things that like happened to black people and it was just so like yeah just seeing it in paper and and like well and i watched the news this morning or this at lunchtime the noon news and they were talking to did you say you watched the paper i almost did <laughs> oh, okay. I, the, I think i almost which I, channel does someone just read the paper god <laughs> that would be the best channel for and me. we're going to close it up with the funnies <laughs> and look at ziggy oh, right now garfield <laughs> still hates mondays um <clears throat> So they interviewed, there was this interview with um, six teenagers. They were 16 and 17 year old, um, like two girls and four boys. They were all black and they were just talking to them about some of what's going on. And then they asked them, like, have you ever been followed in a store by a security guard or police? Like, for no reason. They're like, every one of them raised their hand. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever been followed on the street? Have you... I mean, like, they were asking, like, teens. Like, like they were just... It just was so... (sighs) Disgusting that... I mean, they were, like... They looked like average teens like it just didn't there was nothing about these kids that made me go oh my god i'm in danger (laughs) like and just the reality that (sighs) it's just terrible like you look at like from like where we are from like 1950 whatever and sure we've come far but then when you like really look at it and it's like we haven't really come that far and 
That part of it is very depressing. I think not me, but talking to older people who are like, reminds me of 1968. And it's just like, that was so long ago. We haven't done it. I mean, we've done a lot, but not, you know, the wheels of uh, progress are so, so slow. Yeah. And it's so. just, it's terrible and it's sad and it's, you know, and I know I like, I think the spotlight on all of these failings of police departments is good, but I do feel bad for good police officers. Right. Because your profession is first embarrassed, mm -hmm. second, put under tremendous strain right now, putting all these riots out. Mm -hmm. And also, Cops are getting killed during these riots. I mean, right. it's, I don't know the number. It's not like hundreds, but I mean, there have been violent, mm -hmm. you know, so that I'm not excusing anything, any of the bad stories I saw of cops. It's, I mean, it's it has like, to be what? so hard. Like uh, people just yeah. hate you because of your job. And, but it's, it's one yeah. of those things where like, I, I was on the road once with uh, someone who I think they used to be married to a trucker. They used to be a trucker, like a, you know, long haul trucker. And we were driving and um, it was really icy in Montana. And there was a truck that had, that's how we know it. I, I started slowing down because I saw two trucks like on their side, uh -huh. like in the ditch. I'm like, whoa, what is, oh, maybe I should slow down, right? And she was like, the shitty thing is, is, they probably will lose their job because if there's an accident, if it's an, if you get in an accident as a semi truck driver, that is, that is preventable, you're done. Mm -hmm. But even, even whether unpreventable, it's still like a real mark on your record in it. I'm basing all of this that she told me to be true. Maybe if you're a trucker, please correct me. But <clears throat> It's like, if you fuck up as a trucker, you just don't get to be a trucker anymore. Mm -hmm. Can we at least treat right. cops like fucking right. truckers? Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like when that guy ran over, the Walmart truck driver ran over Tracy Morgan, no one ever said like, well, most truck drivers are good. Right. Do you know, do you know what I mean? No, it's not that, it's that weird it got wrapped together with this weird patriotism. It is weird, isn't it? Where it's like you can't say anything bad about a why? Why can't I say anything bad about a cop if they're right. a bad cop? Right, right. You know what I mean? It's like this weird I wish mili I wish we could start having the police be less military and more citizen. Mm -hmm. You know, but at the same time people shoot at them. So I get it. Right. But it, it is it is an interesting thing, isn't it? I mean, it's so... It's not... I think... I wish I knew remember the bit, but Chris Rock had a bit where he's like, some professions, you don't get bad apples. You just can't... Do you know what I mean? Well, oh, there's a couple of bad apples. You, you know, I mean, you can't have them. That's not... Right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's... It's, uh, it's like nowadays, like... You know, like growing up, I mean... I watched a teacher punch a student in the right. stomach. Right. I he swore at me and that and that same student actually. Um he uh I mean <laughs> I had a teacher call me stupid and an airhead and dumb in front of my whole class multiple times and and she continued to work for many years and i like nowadays though it's like no we don't put up with teachers that do shit like that you know and and yeah, yeah you you don't <laughs> You don't, we don't get to have bad teachers. We don't, we shouldn't allow bad cops. There should be none. Yeah. Like, think about, like, if there was a firefighter that was, was not good. Like, I don't know what, like, kept dropping people, you know, through the fire or yeah. something. They'd be like, I'm sorry, you can't do this. Like, yeah. it's just. Yeah, it's a really weird 
it's um and you know it's funny because i'm i am criticizing police departments but i also think they should get paid more money right do you know what i mean it's an incredibly hard dangerous well, maybe that's job why they don't get paid more money is because there's a few bad ones maybe if they pay more money they get better people maybe i don't know you know but it's you know but i also know like this just this idea of like I don't know. You got some crackhead attacking you. Yes, you're gonna have to kind of beat him up. I mean, there's not. You know what right. I mean? It's like this idea that it, it there has there is. But when somebody tells you they can't breathe, that's different. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. the <clears throat> you know the idea of um like there'll be no physical aspect to police work at all is just you know preposterous. But it is. It's uh, it's again. But even the you know the guys who have been charged with accessory to murder it's like that just shows what we're talking about how they are not allowed to disagree or mm-hmm. you know what i mean these people are filming let's not you know what i mean i can't go over there and be like what the fuck are you doing because that means i don't support and that's why the guy died yeah because those guys were too chicken shit to stop him do you know what i mean yeah and like, but yes, they have certain things they're supposed to do to subdue people. He was subdued. What the hell? I know. There's, you know, and you know that guy's gonna go to jail. So good, but it it, it is one of those things where it's like, um, you know, I'm not all Pollyanna about it. Like, oh, this is gonna be a real turning point and things will be great. And no, of course not. But I do think the tide has kind of turned in a way. Um, but, um, <clears throat> you know, I also, um, uh, uh, it didn't turn because of anything I did. <laughs> well, you did change Wait. your profile. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, yesterday I post a blank black screen to Instagram only. Mm-hmm. The next day, third degree murder changes, second degree murder, and everyone else charged with I did it. You did. God damn it, I did it. You are amazing, Gabe. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome, Black Lives Matter. (laughs) Apparently black squares do, too. Uh, Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, If you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends family and fun uh but if you do have a podcast um i'm sorry and you should use anchor podcasts uh it's easy it's free uh they distribute everything for you they give you sponsorship which apparently is just talking about anchor i guess that's their sponsorship but i don't want to brag but i make you know maybe six bucks a month doing this so worth it of course it is uh go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. Yeah, it's silly. But it's also another reason I don't like getting on board with all the social things to show support. It's like, that's what corporations do. And you can see right through it. I know. <laughs> they had to switch from like, from like now more than ever. We're going to clean our airplanes and COVID I this. I want to be and... like, are you kidding? <laughs> and You know what? Why don't you take the money you just spent on this commercial spot and give it to your employees who you ha- are either working triple overtime to clean the store or have been laid off. <laughs> like <laughs> this, the first thing that the first night in Minneapolis, which is I was in that airport and it and there's a store called Minnesota Nice, and I'm like, mm, not this week. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, t- they burned down Target, and the Target CEO was like, "Well, if this is what has to happen to have justice happen, then." And I was just laughing because I'm like, first of all, uh, <coughs> bullshit. Right. There's no way you're happy a store burned down. Right. Secondly, if you care so much. Oh, how about kicking in a couple more bucks an hour to your employees? I'm sure you have some people of color who work for you at the Target. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like this, it's so disingenuous to just be like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But you, 
all these corporations like say the right thing, do the right thing. And it, you know, it, I mean, they went from their bullshit COVID advertising to their bullshit black lives matter advertising <laughs> in a week. I know. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, <laughs> I know a comedian named Derek Richards who tweeted, uh, I can't remember the wording, but it was like, uh, something like I, it's, Oh, it's riot season already? I still have my COVID decorations up. Oh, I and got people, people so many stole, memes. Yeah, that, he wrote that tweet. How and do you stole. know he wrote it? Because I, he's a comedian. Why would why would he see a meme and then tweet it? No. You're on the side of memes? You can't be on the side no, of memes. You know I just memes can't, stole from me. I just can't believe he was the first one. Maybe he's not the only one, but I'm, I can promise you he did not read a meme and then go, I'm going to tweet this. Um, yes, I got that email to me or, or texted to me. See, I'm, a, I'm like a cop right now. I'm like, you don't talk bad about one of my coworkers. I know. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest for my own selfish reasons. I hope things calm down a little bit because I have a kind of white privilege album title coming out uh june 30th set your emotional calendars uh i have an album coming out june 30th it's called good luck in court and it's mm-hmm. a picture of me in a suit in front it's of a gavel an amazing picture really it, it does look it looks like i'm in a shitty tbs sitcom like about yeah i don't know some guy who was in a band who quit to go to law school and now he's like <laughs> this fall on tbs good luck from the court. makers of grunge pilot <laughs> it's grunge lawyer good luck in court uh, <laughs> it does look it, like but that. it looks it's hilarious because my friend eric who does most of my posters and edited my book and all that he uh he's like oh i got a guy to help me with it who Make, he made the Black Panther Marvel poster. And I'm like, well, that is wildly unnecessary for my collection of chuckles. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Wait, who took the picture, though? <clears throat> I don't know. It was uh, uncredited, uh, some sort of staff photo. You did. You did. Okay, you did. You were on my shit list. Why? I got you a newspaper credit for a photo. I know. It actually looked dumb because it was like a yes. photo of Gabriel Rutledge taken by Christy Rutledge. It's it like, this stupid. guy can't even afford a photographer. <laughs> we gotta like, you gotta like use a different name. <laughs> oh, I do? To not fuck up your photography <laughs> no, for career? Me, for me. All right. This has been a serious episode, but I have something that's a treat for you. Um <laughs> Wait, was it when, when just, just, Maisie asked Alexa for a big fart? No, I would. Why would I be pulling out my phone to I talk about know, how Maisie has to? So funny! Okay. It was so loud. This is. Uh, I hope you can hear this. I'm going to play it in the mic. This is Joe Biden talking on the news to an interviewer. You don't have to cut those teachers and firefighters, police officers, or, and cut critical health care programs, or stop work on roads and bridges. So, what does the human cost? Uh, of- Did he fart? Did Joe Biden fart? That's one of them farted. Did you hear it? Do I need to play it again? No, it was not quiet. I thought it would be. It wasn't. I gotta play it again. You don't have to cut those teachers and firefighters, police officers, and cut critical health care programs. Or stop work on roads and bridges. So what does the human cost... uh, but here's what's great. I want you to play it and then look at the guy who Joe Biden's talking to. I think he hears it. <laughs> but play it in your mic. But watch the. You don't have to cut those teachers and firefighters, police officers, and cut critical health care programs or stop work on roads and bridges. So what does the human cost? Do you see the guy's face? He's like, whoa, what just happened? Ladies and gentlemen, the next president of the United States. <laughs> I mean, am I going to have to vote for a guy who can't control his gas on a CNN interview? 
He has a granddaughter named Maisie, and yeah, it's spelled just like our Maisie. Do you know what his, you know what his new slogan is that's really catching on? The candidate with less sexual assault. Are you serious? No. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, that's not good. But you know what you got accused of something? I know. This, we've already talked about too many. I know. Deep uh, issues. I know. That's another. I mean, look, we see all these uh, people are in the streets. People are blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, there is change happening and also bad things are happening. But it's also like there is not. There's not really a politician that lines up with that generation of change. No. Do you know what I mean? I mean, these guys are old as hell. I know. We need Obama back. You know who doesn't think that? The people he drone struck in the Middle East and killed their family members. (sighs) Okay. I would take him back. Trust me. It's it's, uh, just for the basic... Even George W. Bush could talk. No, no, hear me out. He, he he messed up all the time and made all these blunders and didn't appear to be an intelligent guy. But he knew how to talk with compassion. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, I don't care if he was faking it. I don't care if Obama was faking it. We need someone who can say the right fucking things instead of just being an absolute lunatic just an ass do you know what i'm so anyway uh we did it this podcast is over like a joe biden fart you know what i mean (laughs) we started and that that more leaked out than we thought would (laughs) this was probably not a very fun one to listen to yeah but i also felt a little bit I mean, how fun do we want to it to be? be? Like... <laughs> and then, yeah. Uh, well, do you have any plugs? You have a Zoom meeting tomorrow? No, I think that got canceled. He hasn't even got back to me. I don't. I thought I had a Zoom show. Oh, did... uh, I have a Zoom show uh, June twentieth. It's for through the Comedy Underground to celebrate their anniversary. I don't wow. know. I can't keep promoting these Zoom shows. If you, you know, what I mean, how many? It's the same people over. Anyway, if you want to see that, uh, I also I have another live in person show in um, Sultan, Washington, uh-huh. which I'm sure we have zero listeners in, but it's like a someplace in Sultan, Washington. Um, nice. Where uh, I did you be... put it on the calendar? No, I no, I put it on my calendar. Oh, good. <laughs> and I, I think I put it in the phone calendar. Cool. Okay, you um your uh parents anniversary is on fi- friday it's their 49th anniversary is they it? were also born in 49 so that means it's nothing it means nothing it means nothing next year is their 50th isn't that crazy it is crazy i think the thing that like i always like the most about them is that one time it was like two years ago um, you and I went to drop something off, and when we pulled up, they were both, we could see in through the window, they were both sitting on the couch together, like, talking, and, like, you, we watched them for, like, a minute, and they were, like, talking and laughing, and, like, there's no TV in that room. They were just sitting there enjoying themselves. Oh, they do a lot of mushrooms. I, I never told you that. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought, like, how they looked so cute yeah. just sitting there. Like, they truly enjoy each other so much that mm-hmm. they just sit and chat. And I don't know. It just was so... How, wait, how old are we? We're 46 and we married 23. Yeah. So let's say, mm, yeah, we could do it. Yeah, we could. Uh, yeah, that is as that's that's uh, well, I think that I mean, I'm always amazed. Like, they started dating, well, so they moved into the same house, like, with a bunch of people, you know, in downtown Seattle. They were hippies and they had lived there for two weeks when they started dating, 
And mm-hmm. then two weeks later, they decided that they should start a family. So, and then two weeks after that, so a month into their relationship, they were expecting your brother. Take that, Tender. And <laughs> they have been together for 49 years. Like, yeah. That's pretty impressive. I mean, that's a better story than Bumble. You know what I mean? It is. It is. I think it's, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, I did mention it. I do, I do have an album coming out June 30th. It's called The Good Luck in Court. Uh, I think June 9th you can pre order on iTunes and Amazon. Um, nice. I was going to tell a story about, I'll save that for next time. I was going to tell a story about, I have an, uh, I have, a, I mentioned it before, I have an embarrassing album. Yeah, let's do that. Called next Domesticated time. Party Animal that I have some updates on, but I'll, I'll do that next time. Uh, but, um, if you would like to be a Rutledge Reveler and give us a monthly support, uh, that would be cool. Uh, you can do that by going to the podcast notes, clicking on support this podcast, or going to RutledgeRadio.com, clicking on support. Uh, you can leave us an iTunes review. Um, you can send us a message to tell us what we got wrong. Uh <laughs> Gabriel at GabrielRutledge.com or slide into Christie's DMs. And, uh, it might take me a while to figure it out, though. <laughs> You're like, what's this little notification mean? <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for being here. And remember, you can't unlisten. We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. We've got a podcast.